Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review. This is going to be for The Walking Dead, Season 11, Episode 7, Promises Broken. And Joe, if I could do it all over again, I would kill every single one of these episodes. I would kill them all, and I would not talk about them. Tonight, we're going to talk about two episodes. I mean, mainly we're going to focus on Episode 7, but we did miss last week's big Episode 6 that is getting all this critical acclaim. We're going to find out what Joe thought of Episode 6, what I thought about Episode 6. Did it live up to the hype? Did it live up to the hype that I heard? On my uh, on my initial watch throughs, I thought you did a great job in your scenes, Phil. Oh, you did, you did. Uh, yes, in episode six, you did a great job in your scenes. When I was on my hands and knees, bouncing around, is that is that, is that who you thought I was? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Joe texted me earlier today. He's like, "Oh, you were great in the episode of The Walking Dead, episode six. Like, yeah, you didn't tell me they had you on. Yeah, are they trolling you? They turned you into a troll, Phil. They, they were watching the show. They were like, "Fuck him for trolling us. We're gonna troll him." Joe, I'm still waiting to get my damn paycheck for that episode. Your royalties. <laughs> I really, I really am. They, they, they promised me something. They promised me equity for that shit, and I, I didn't get anything. But we're back here to talk again about two, like I said, two episodes of The Walking Dead. Episode seven tonight. Um, broken uh, promises broken in last week's horror themed episode so uh joe did you enjoy your week off the walking dead were, were you excited to get back here this week and watch two episodes of the walking dead and what are some of your initial thoughts of these <sighs> these two episodes having missed a week first off tonight's episode was leading into next week which is our season finale we're not alone obviously tonight as well no, we, we are, are we are joined by the wonderful the amazing the live the live mother Motherfucking chat. The motherfucking chat is here tonight. We got AK, we got J, we got KCA, uh, we got uh, Jason Voorhees, we got Emerald, who was first to pop out in the chat tonight. We got so many people popping in and out, in and out tonight, uh, throughout the evening as we're going to be talking about this Walking Dead episode. And if you have your thoughts you'd like to get in and we miss it in the live chat, please leave it at 781 990-8509. Again, that's 781-990-8509. Any questions or thoughts you have on episode six or seven, or this is the exciting part of all of this, Joe. This is the most exciting part of our evening. This isn't our last week, second to last week podcasting on Sunday, because Joe and I are back to be going as many Sundays as we can, unless one of us has another commitment. But Next week is the last episode of, they're calling it mid-season finale, but it's not the mid-season finale. It's the quarter-season finale. Yeah. Uh, so these these seasons are being broken up into four eight-part episodes. Um, initially, I kind of, even though, I don't know, this is a hard thing to say. In, in the television landscape that we're in right now, beyond the show being good or bad, Joe, I feel like eight episodes isn't enough to get going. I feel like in these last few episodes, whether I think it's the same level of shit, I feel like we're just starting to get into what the story that they're trying to tell this season. And we're ending the season, and then they're going to do it again the next half, where they do these like two or three episodes of getting everyone back into the scene, and then getting to whatever small little story they want to tell. I had some problems in this episode, not so much episode six, but I'm talking about episode seven to start. Uh, just realizing what the hell they were doing and then thinking, oh, this is all about that plan, that initial, that one story. This whole season is about them going on that hunt to get food. That's it. That's it. That's that's everything that they're, they're doing. So let me get this straight coming off this episode, Joe. So Maggie and they're all dressing up like whispers to break back into that town of Meridian to get their supplies where they were with the houses the other day and just chilling in the basement. That's not the place to get the supplies. That's where I got confused. I thought they had already found the place with the supplies, and that's where they were hiding when Daryl and the other guys came in to try to find them. 
But no, that was just a pit stop that they happened to stop that the guy suggested to go. And they then, and just correct me if I'm wrong, anyone in the chat or the lot or watching this later. So all of them are dressing up like whispers for Negan's idea to to get to smuggle themselves towards the town to Meridian where they're going, which has uh, which which has uh, Admiral Pope there. Uh, Sergeant yep. Stadanko, whatever. Yep, they're gonna bring the. They're gonna bring a zombie bomb. <laughs> okay, they're bringing the zombie bomb to that. Okay, so that's the plan. That's Negan's plan, and he's trying to encourage Maggie in this episode like a bad Jiminy Cricket to just kill them all, kill them all, kill them all. So that's that's no to to not do it. Oh, he was trying to rethink her her decision. Oh, that she'll never feel the same afterwards. That once she does it, she'll no. That they're all they're all gonna die. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, like. I think do you he think, doesn't want to do this. They're all going to die. This isn't a good idea. It's just bad idea. I was having a lot of confusion in this episode, but okay. So, so that makes a lot more sense. Do you think next week and next week's big epic crazy quarter season finale? Do you think we're leading towards a big Negan death? I feel like a lot of uh, Negan scenes in this episode foreshadowed him dying and dying, saving himself puke me gag me with a rusty spoon uh saving himself for maggie or you know sacrificing himself for maggie's health uh -huh. i don't know i felt like they're they were foreshadowing that like a motherfucker in this episode um maybe a little and uh negan the wise yeah we got like the negan the wise offering sage advice being negan the gym teacher as uh angela king said in her said in her after school special after the episode and you did get to see Jim Teacher Negan in this episode a little bit. I really didn't. Uh, I I didn't like either of these episodes, Joe. Just to get it off the bat, six and seven. I I I had troubles with well, both of okay, these episodes. So if you look at so here, especially tonight, about, especially tonight's episode almost put me to sleep. I started to doze off. I'll give I'll give The Walking Dead this. If you take yourself oh, outside <laughs> of good. The Walking Dead for a moment, the franchise, I'm taking and, myself somewhere, Joe. <laughs> and watch the last week's episode. Okay, it's not a bad little horror short. It's I, got all the fucking makings. Okay, it doesn't have the makings of a varsity horror short though, because I think the I think some of the parts that are okay with it is I think the aspect of the silence mixed with uh, the character of Connie's a good well, seemed like she was a good actress and she pulled off some of that stuff really well and it was framed real well. It was. I'm also gonna tell you what you get here. You know what you get here? You get here a little taste of the runners in your upcoming series on HBO. <laughs> Again with the stealing from uh oh with the with the guys on the uh on their all fours uh the the animalistic a little, people. A little a little taste because they're acting wild, they're moving fast, they're still kind of acting like zombies, right? Like they're it's very again reminiscent of a show that will be upcoming on HBO. The, yeah, the show the show that should remain nameless in this situation right now. It may now. not be like naked and bare skinned or whatnot, but like <laughs> it is reminiscent, I would say. So I don't know. I, I feel I feel like in last week's episode I see what you're saying that it was in onto itself if I didn't know anything about The Walking Dead, not 
a colossal pile of crap. I think there were some scenes and some moments and some structural things in that episode right. that really worked into it of itself of like an individual horror short. It did. But again, Going it was sound with the deaf girl. Scenes. Yeah. But maybe I would have been more impressed by it if uh, the show only murders in the building didn't do a similar thing a week earlier where they had a or the same. I don't know what it is about Hollywood television shows. Sometimes things are grouped. Themed. Yeah. Once once Jessica Jones talks to her, her, uh, her, her enemy in ghost form in her head, you see it. In, you see it in everywhere. You see it in Arkham. You see it in this. You see it in that. Always talking to the bad guy in, in, in like. The matter of one week on two two shows that I'm covering, both did a silent episode. It was re- it was really strange that that, that happened to happened to coincide on the same week. Uh, coincidence? I, I think not. Also, in last week's episode, there was a couple of scenes where we've been talking this season a little bit about how the editing is making it look a little dark. Uh, that when we're in dark sections, it's a little bit more maybe true to scene in the first couple of episodes of the season. In episode six. They started off the episode in the dark, and it looked like there were lights everywhere. It looked like it looks like they were on. I don't mean to go totally opposite, but we're going a little uh, Goldilocks. What one was too much? What was too little? We need to get right in the middle. It looked like they were on a soundstage set dancing around. Yeah, they, gave up, they gave up, dude. The, <laughs> the special effects gave up. Everybody's giving up. I don't know. Should we give up, Joe? I don't know. I'm starting. I mean, to... they have. We can't though. We we can't give up. We don't want to. As I'm trying to like alert people that we're actually live. Uh, like, how many storylines are they gonna repeat? Like, even Mer- wherever this fucking place is that they, that that Meridian, I believe is what it's called. Oh, oh. All Tour 520. Great fucking name. I watched episode six, and I honestly don't remember what happened. I only remember what happened because I watched it tonight, and that's what I'm saying. We're getting to a point where. I feel like I feel like we got a good episode last season. We got a bunch of good episodes last season, but where we are in season eleven of The Walking Dead right now, you're it's the Eddie Murphy thing. They're starving in the forest for desert for a cracker, and last week's episode was a slight cracker in the way that it was structured structurally a tight episode. And if it was in a better season and all those elements existed into itself, it wouldn't stick out like a sore thumb and it would be more memorable. But right now, it's just like eh. At least that was my vibe on it. Even tonight, if there was a few moments, a few, like, I've lost, I've lost the cheer and love out of my sails right now talking about this. Talking about that loving feeling for Negan. Like, like, I definitely enjoyed all of Jeffrey D.B. Morgan's performances, but I don't have the strength to fight you tonight, Joe, and be like, oh, he was a bright light going on in the, I don't have, I don't have the strength (laughs) to put up a fight, Phil. Good. So I can talk about how print, we haven't got to the Commonwealth and like all the framing. That's the place. That's the point. Like, that's a repeated storyline. Okay, there's some big nasty in charge. Right. There's obviously a class system. It's different but... in the sense, and they were copying the... Jo- I love how we met Joffrey in this episode. Like, we met right? some, some Joffrey douche kid that's just like... I, I didn't hate all of that because I like how... I like the humor of the scene when... Because I don't know if they're playing it for humor, but I find it humor- humorous. The scene where they're playing... Where they bring us into the room where Eugene's being... Set set there looking like Hannibal Lecter or something like they're trying to make Eugene ominous, and I just I I can't buy it. Oh, if if you if you guys want to get that plan and I'm dumb dumb to get a band, I, just, I can't I can't do it with Boomhauer from King of the Hill like like trying to say ominous lines and stuff. I'm sorry, I can't do it. And his line delivery again, and you know I don't crap on actors. I try not to crap on actors on the show. I try to go oh this is the writer, this is that. But there's so this. Uh, 
we're creeping in some really bad acting this season too, especially by Lauren, Lauren Cohen. And if you go back in time and watch this show, I was a Maggie fanboy. I had my head so far up her asshole as a, I didn't understand as a performer and as a character. I enjoyed the character and I, I've made this comparison a thousand times and I'll make it a thousand more. I'm a huge Luke Perry fan and I loved 90210 and I loved Luke Perry on the original run of 90210 when his wife died and that whole storyline. I think he gave, he acted his balls off for a soap opera, right? He left yep. to go do movies, and you know, he always got bit parts in movies, but he never got those big parts anymore. And then eventually he had to go back to 90210 to make money because he could didn't get enough movies. And he never when he came back, his heart never was in it. He, he was going through the motions. They never gave him good storylines. He was paycheck. taking he was taking a piss and collecting a paycheck. And that's what Laura I'm sorry, that's what Laurie Cohen said. Like she left the circuit for a while, and all of her friends in the scene were like, Do you realize how much money we're making at festivals? You don't even have to be good on the show anymore. Just come on, collect a paycheck for the final season, and then you can go on the circuit forever. And then you're Maggie. Mm-hmm. You know, and you get and you'll you've been on X more episodes because you're a main state character so you're gonna make the big bucks and the i don't know if it's that simple but it there seems to be some sort of element of that but what there isn't what isn't so simple and what is always awesome is the live motherfucking chat so let's get into the live chat and see what some of the people say we got the fractal curve in there as well i hope negan stabs maggie in the head says Olaf. that would be a very much more interesting conclusion to this season but i i have a feeling we're heading for a sad sad uh nothing burger in this final episode in more more masturbation without coming and i i think it's just going to get to that point in this final episode where they're just it's going to be nothing 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 and then they're going to try to wow us in those final eight episodes where they bring back rick bring back michonne bring back the the gang for one more scene but i think this whole half is going to be i already know how this is going to end whether it happens this season or not uh prediction we're gonna uh, <laughs> prediction time here on asshole hour um so what's gonna happen is eugene just gave up the balls he gave up the balls of everything of where these people are and what's going on so they're gonna send stannis's force to go kill the wildlings you know the, the right as it looks like the uh pope in in all of his uh all of his dudes are gonna like conquer our good guy teams the uh the stormtroopers are gonna march in and like wipe everyone out and bring our crew into the fold of the community and then we're gonna have a whole eight episodes next eight episodes is gonna all be about the commonwealth shit and then then that's gonna all break apart at the real mid-season finale and then we're gonna get connected with rick somehow and then we're gonna get like more of a multi-community thing that where where we find other big communities but the this group with uh with von kaiser and his whole crew they're, I believe, going to be wiped out either next week by all the stormtroopers or at the beginning of the next season by all the stormtroopers because Eugene just ratted. And that guy's going to try to take over a coup of the stormtrooper headquarters by using the new kids to bring in this new crew that are going to be loyal to him. Like, he's got a whole plan like the dude in Demolition Man when he when he defrosted Wesley Snipes and wants Wesley Snipes to kill <laughs> Dennis Larry and uh, then take over. It seems like a stupid kind of plan like that that I'm going to bring new people in to take over the vibe here to to get out this family of the douchebag and the douchebag's mother and like and honestly I haven't read the comics so I uh, honestly I don't I know how close less I am. about whatever is going on in that town in their drama like listen we have we have literally one season left less you want to introduce all like 
I don't know if they're assuming everybody who's still watching The Walking Dead must be watching Fear the Walking Dead. But, and I'm sure that's true for some people. But if this has anything to do with the fear storyline or any of the off storyline, new, new uh, series storylines, like it's not worth it for anyone who's like, they're just interested in getting to the finish line. Joe, we talked about this a little bit before. I think that's part of the reason why some of the general audience, most of the general audience has, has run for cover because I think post Alexandria, I mean, we can talk about the dumpster. We can talk about this. We can talk about Negan, but I think post getting to Alexandria, when introduce and even a little bit before that, when introducing new characters, The Walking Dead expected everyone had known the source material. And instead of and we've talked about this a little bit before, instead of truly introducing and getting excited and making you excited about why Jesus is awesome, why Michonne is awesome, why so we were just automatically supposed to be like, okay, Jesus is awesome. Right. Why uh why 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 this girl uh What's her name? The Magna. Okay, Tyrese is awesome. Yeah, why Tyrese is awesome? Because we know him in the comics and he's awesome instead of showing us on screen that he's awesome. And and building him and building him as a character. They haven't taken any time. So to the point when we got our reunion of the sisters, which was a well-acted scene and all of that sort of shit, I didn't have the emotional care because I don't know or care about these people because they're right. half-ass bullshit characters that were introduced like members of Say by the Bell or something. It just didn't work. And so, how much time are we going to have left with any right. of these characters Lo- that they're introducing this, over in, in this new area, right? Lost no, did no, the same thing, Joe. Like, And I think it's – I don't know if you made it all the way through Lost, but in the last no, – season one. I'm, uh, a million times I'll say that. Even Never past season one. Even in the last season, they kept introducing characters that you just wouldn't care about. And it took it away from the main narrative of the story right now. And the main narrative and the main focus of The Walking Dead is so fucking low and, and cesspooly. It's just so hard right now. I feel I feel horrible because I want to come out here and fight the good fight. I feel like I can push Joe more into rants when I like something and he doesn't. But I was so bored by these two episodes. They, I do- were, they were pretty boring. They, and like everything about everything about like. The possibly good episode, I, uh, like I, episode I six, kinda yeah. gave it credit. Like even all of it is done pretty bad. Like the bright spot of like the silent scenes, yeah, and I, is still very cliche now at this point. Yeah. Even though it's kind of nice to see or what, you know, some people may not have seen something like that before, but yeah. And and, and Joe, I I feel like. I feel I feel like, like of course there is of course there's people living in the walls of the house oh of course they're wild savages yeah let's of not ex- let's not explain it they're just on their hands and knees jumping around and and they're like crawling that's how they're all walking Joe because, do you, like, they do you sit know- around in their off time going okay now do it more no 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 you got to be more creepy walk are you sure like this isn't creepy man. enough yeah they they watched walk like a man with Howie Mandel and they wanted to run around like that but but right. no like because no, what- no, they saw they saw that movie the ring right before the <laughs> everything crashed or they saw Gollum and they want to be like Gollum they're like people are my precious but no you really you want to know the real reason why they did that Angela King explained it we thought it would look we thought it would look really cool if we had them on their hands and knees rocking around so we decided to do that right. isn't that awesome it's, so, it's really fucking foolish it's really fucking <laughs> foolish like because they wouldn't be in like a far more superior position to attack like, no no and, and why just because they lost their mind would they would they lose the ability to walk on their legs 
<laughs> joke. Relics, but jumping off the walls, but being like, yeah, what? Yeah, to be able to do like to go be like crazy monkey jumping and all that sort of stuff. Like they can't, but they can't stand on their legs. They they've they've all lost their mind to the point of becoming like a uh, like a cat, you know, like a a savage cat or something like that. But it, but somehow they forgot. Uh, they just can't walk on their own two feet. They all fight like that guy in Bloodsport. That uh, th- there's a character there's in in the Kumite in Bloodsport. There's one one fighter that fights like that. He's like jumping around and stuff like that. Like they all watch Bloodsport too, and they and they're like, this is the fighting style we want to emulate. So the live chat says the Walking Dead needs more, or Chalk says the Walking Dead needs more boobies. Circus Day Zombies says I. You know what? You know what? It does need more boobies. It needs more zombie boobies. It needs more human boobies, male and female. And I I gotta say like. What's his name's sister? They're on like this mission to go get food in what might be like harsh territory, and she's wearing this white doily sweater, <laughs> like knit sweater, you know, something to keep her warm and, with short sleeves, something to keep her warm but cool in the summer nights. Like, really? Now, this isn't survival wear, people. Jason Voorhees. Like, let's go on a mission and sleep outside for days on end wear. <laughs> Jason Voorhees says, shh, shh, shh. Uh, Batman, Batgirl, or lawyers in the Commonwealth? What is worse? I will say this: CW is gonna CW, and if I'm tuning into a CW show, I know what to expect, right? You know what to expect, but you're not tuning into AMC for a CW show. Right. I'm not tuning into AMC for shit. You know, if I'm if I'm spending my hour on my Sunday night, my prime television watching time, in the the one hour a week or two hours a week, I can manipulate Joe's time to come out here and hang out with me. Uh, for sure. Uh, all of that sort of stuff. If I'm going to do that and pick a show to do it, I want it to be a good show. I don't necessarily want to come out here and shit on an AMC. But you're right. Batgirl's probably a worse show from beginning to end. But when you go, when I turn on a CW program, if I'm watching Flash, if I'm watching Arrowverse stuff, if I'm watching... Right, you it, know you're watching it. You I, know yeah, exactly I'm in. what you're watching. I'm watching it for half 90210, half cheesy, uh, bad choreographed fighting. And Batgirl t- does that in, in multiples. Uh, so, and honestly... To be honest, I haven't watched a single episode of Batgirl. It's the one of those shows I haven't watched, but I've but uh I, but I have seen all the rest, so I feel like, and I have seen Batgirl in the cro- in the Flash and Arrow crossover, so I think I know what to expect from the series. So uh so yes, but I'm speaking out my ass in the sense that I never actually sat down and watched that. Daryl ain't going. Uh, we. We all don't have strength left to fight for the final season, says Jason. Why didn't the Saviors or a group like them take over them taking over the Commonwealth yet? Um, I think we'll find out more about the structure of the Commonwealth. What I'm guessing is because of the organization that they got, because they got all those military soldier guys and the stormtrooper stuff, they were able to sort of s- separate themselves and fortify well enough. Because C- if it wasn't for I mean, if you think about it, they had the pr- our group had the prison was just a rag 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 tag group that was able to hold that prison for a while, and it took a a really crazy situation with a tank to destroy that. So uh, if if all of these guys can kind of control a lot of the militaristic aspects, they could kind of pull together this and hold off. And then and how, we don't know how many people are living there, right? We don't know how much of what we've heard from them is complete bullshit, and how much is an understatement. I'm getting the feeling like they haven't made even through our own characters' speculation of these people being bad, they haven't made any speculations that the numbers are being lied about so at this point i have to take everything that show is telling me for face value of the fact there's around fifty thousand people here or or whatever like we haven't eugene and all eugene's bullshits more these people are up to something these people are uh, manipulative and all this sort of shit there's not there's not that many people here i think we're supposed to get a vibe like there's at least there's thousands and thousands of people and that's obvious here 
um, with the way that the structure set up the business and what we've heard from Kumiko. Well, maybe that's what they're trying to make everybody. It say. might be the Matrix, Joe. It really might. Uh, oh yeah, I remember hot cheesy Eugene punch scene. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. Will there be Negan or the Muppet Babies? I think the Muppet Babies thing we're gonna get on the anthology series that we get but i do think we're gonna get some sort of muppet baby walking dead thing happening or at least a whole episode that's dedicated to them in the final season similar to the lower decks episode not the awesome lower decks series right now the lower decks episode of star trek next generation where we get the one episode with everybody from you know all the all sarans i think we're gonna get another kid episode that is a judith centric episode i think they're setting that up they've been setting it up this half season and teasing people with the idea of that to see what people you know see a little litmus test of it i think by the by one of the final episodes maybe that's how rick is found maybe judith is the one that sets out a pilgrimage with the goonies to go find rick uh finally when she gets a somehow a sniff that he's alive like he thinks she hears his voice on the radio and sets out and she tells everyone, I think I hear my daddy. And everyone's like, shut the fuck up. And her and the kids go on a mission, go on a Goonies adventure to find Rick. Like, that's so stupid. It's I saw Joe nodding like, that's so stupid. They're probably going to do that. That's But it's going to be something like that. Maybe it will be. Yep, Judith is going to be missing Eugene or some of the other people that have, have gone away or something. So she's going to be up at the radio room and Rick's going to be trying to get in touch with them to tell them a fucking <laughs> army's on the way. When it comes crashing down, Rick Grimes comes inside. Oh, because he knows exactly where they're going because he's been Cause, there. Because he's been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Uh, Jungle Boy is awesome. Eugene is bucking a house on Easy Street. Use the soap opera force. Luke Perry, I love you, I MQ. She's just there for the check. Yes, she is MQ. And thank you to everyone seeing some new faces and new voices in the live motherfucking chat. Please share your thoughts. Also, we have a voicemail line you can see up there. 781-990-850. If you haven't already and you're watching the live broadcast or watching it on YouTube later, please hit the subscribe button and please hit that thumbs up button. Now that's one of those big things to help this uh, podcast and help this live stream get out to more people. The more people we can get to hit that thumbs up button, the more it will share this podcast out right now. So, so put that thumb right up. Put it right, right up, up Joe and I's ass. Right up Right our up ass. our freaking asses. Yes. Plug us. <laughs> Plug us up. That, hey, Joe, that, I didn't even realize that was, I don't know if you meant that. It was like poetry at rhyme there. <laughs> thumb up our asses and plug us i think we got to put that on a t-shirt that's that is a t-shirt um to plug up now uh they they did make michonne awesome but magna and the others need a better intro lizard i kind of misspoke uh when i said they didn't introduce michonne i i meant magna uh that was the start michonne was one of the few characters that they did take the time to introduce was showing her with the with the uh, with her her buddies there for a while and seeing that quick introduction of her and then taking some time to show her as an outcast and then bringing into the group, I feel like that was one of the last characters that they did that with. But starting with the Magna group and all of that moving forward and all of our Ulcerans are uh, saved by the bell, new class and like all these people that keep getting introduced, I feel like are introduced as hollow cardboard cutouts that I have trouble feeling for. Even when the actors put in good performances, like in episode six with Connie and her well, sister. Why do you feel for the guy that's still left with fucking Maggie and them? I don't feel for <laughs> which for one. Him. Which one? The uh, the guy whose sister and best friend they they killed the sister's best friend and they were like, 
we're still looking for my sister and they found the uh, sister in the zombies oh in the, the that like, the, do the you guy feel for any of them no no one no that was stupid i think that was i think we were supposed to more feel for daryl and get that as a test to show you that what's to so what's her name can join our group after after von kaiser's de dealt with uh daryl's girlfriend because we need to know that daryl's girlfriend's a good person and not that's not daryl's girlfriend the blonde, you mean when Daryl and the blonde girl went in to try to, and Daryl. Oh, oh, right. That girl. Yeah. And Daryl, and Daryl somehow one shot killed a human with an arrow silently. Like, no, I don't know. Not, not, not that, not them. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll get it, get it on the replay. The guy with Maggie. Yep. And there's a. a guy oh, the ninja, the ninja guy. And when they hold, hold hands of that dude. Yeah. Do you, you like, I don't care about him. No. I don't care that he lost his sister or his no. sister's best friend. Like. No. Fuck them. I don't care once he dies either. He's just more fodder from the same exact fucking group. What, we're supposed to care about him because they introduced him with a fucking face mask? And I know it's because of what the actor wanted. Yeah, because he's like ninja and stuff and we miss Jesus. Uh, the But really, so Lizard said it, or not Lizard, Fractal Curve said it in the live chat. I miss Rick Grimes. And I think he was the Grimes family also was a big, big central force. I know they can't control Andrew Lincoln wanting to jump ship and all of that. But yes, I think if Rick was here, the show might not be great or amazing but he would at least be a central point to at least have a character the character focus character from point one of the series there's a reason why and again i'm comparing it to weak show different weak kinds of show different kinds of shows but you can't there's a reason why when they tried to think about doing cheers after sam malone wanted to leave they just said no they couldn't do it they asked they asked woody harrelson if he wanted to like run cheers and have uh sam retire or something and he's like no i can't fucking do that you can't have cheers without sam I, as a television series i i argue you probably can't successfully have the main walking dead series create an interesting dynamic without the main character that you have from just by having him disappear oh but don't worry her popularity is still so great, and the whole world doesn't see it like falling on the charts dramatically every week by record numbers. Uh, but we're still going to make three, three featured movies. Yep, and they're going to be, and they'll come out eventually. Bullshit. Don't, don't worry, don't worry, it's going to be good. I just feel like we're in a, we're just in a bad age with The Walking Dead, and it it fell it fell into the trap. It fell into the trap of smelling its own farts and thinking it could. Because, because you're right. It thought it was, it thought it was good enough to just do whatever it wanted to do, and not really worry about the writing and not worry about our right. characters treated, and not. It treated us like idiots. Yeah, it treated us like idiots. And the problem is, people didn't revolt over it. They just sort of drank it up and let them splash all over their faces. And season after season after season, and this is what we're left with. A colossal pile of dog turds. So uh, let me catch up with the live chat before we... Uh, I never watched Lost, but the Iron Throne has a point that Angela King has stopped being about the journey, and she's all about the destination with some side twists and fill time. But Oh, it all seems like fucking... Uh, yeah. All I all I see is repeat of everything we've already seen. So like where it's going is where it's been. Okay, this so is one of the only disagreements. It's all uh, fill time and side twists. <laughs> this is the my time. No, I know what you filler time. Uh, th that's yeah. okay. This is the only argument I'll have against what your because I because I agree with your main complaint about the Walking Dead's just doing what the Walking Dead did over and over again. But I would not mind that 
if they did it good and found new interesting ways to do different things. I feel like sitcoms are able to do things like that and some procedurals are able to do repetitive form entertainment and still consistently make each episode or each issue still entertaining. And I feel like the problem right now is less that they're repeating themes, but they're repeating themes in very poor ways. They're not finding new, interesting ways to do If they're going to do the same shit, Joe, if they, if they, this is all they got. If this is all they got in the tank, at least last season when we got the Eugene, I mean, got the, uh, we've talked about this episode way too many times, and I feel like, fuck you guys for making this episode because it shows me you can do it if you try. It was, it's not something we didn't see before, but it was effectively produced. Uh, the the episode with Aaron and Gabriel in Terminator 2 or or some of the whisper stuff or like when they have when they actually set their mind to it they can do better than they're doing right now is I guess what I'm saying these this beginning part if they're coming to a final season where they're trying to knock your balls off get some of the heat back onto the walking dead I feel like this is a really fucked way to start <laughs> This is a really fucked way to start this for the final season because nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah. Like people, even people that you know and love about television shows and all of that, even the big channels that blow smoke up the Walking Dead's asses that used to get, forget what we get here, but people aren't checking out people talking about this now. And then they shoot themselves in the foot of the hype by releasing the episode the week earlier to the AMC Plus people, the people that are the main source of the entertaining people that would love The Walking Dead and want to talk about it. Instead of that, they're they're all watching everything a week ahead and going, hey, everyone's stupid. They hate this show now. They don't get it like we do. So it's creating a weird dynamic for a fandom of The Walking Dead where I've asked you this every week, and I'm going to ask you this every week, Joe. Can they have a good... Can can The Walking Dead end this strong? Is it possible for The Walking Dead to... Or are they going to be like my last... I don't see how. My last urology test and putter up. <laughs> I don't see how I'm not screaming about some big cliche ending that we've seen a thousand times before. Yeah, me... Or some stupid cliffhanger for like what they have... Like because they already went into production or something. That right. I don't know about is that... The movie. Is that what we're going to do? We're going to get our... The end of the series is just going to be a cliffhanger to more series... To the Daryl and Carol series, into the Walking yeah. Dead, Walking Dead Rick Grimes movies, or the uh, the anthology series with that might be our Muppet Babies moment. The end of the series, everyone else is dead but the kids, and we see the kids ruling yeah. over the new land and all of that. But Joe, God, I feel like we should just end this right now because if you don't have anything good, you don't say anything at all. I didn't take notes, and I have to thank Post Apocalyptic uh, something for their for their recaps. We're gonna be copying their shit tonight and reading off of it. So uh, that's always adventurous to see whatever someone else has to say about these episodes. But everyone, it's time. It's t- it's it's my favorite time of the show. It's time for a. Well, now. <laughs> I started. I You know what I love? I actually have room in here. I can jump around like an idiot again. <laughs> I mean, there's people downstairs sleeping right now, so I don't wanna I don't wanna make too much noise. But I like know the people downstairs and they're chill. Mm. So uh Joe's like, yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready for bed. I'm ready. I don't want to talk about this episode. Didn't we already talk about what happened in this episode? Yeah, we did. We did. We already did talk about this episode. Oh yeah, Miss Carl too. I think I think even with Chandler's Oh, and Mrs. Coral. Oh, I miss the character of Coral. Uh this episode, uh, episode seven, which we're mainly going to be talking about here, follows uh, three f- or 
three of our four major groups. Maggie's group in the woods, Daryl and the Reapers, and the folks at the Commonwealth. While it might have been, uh, blah, 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 they say, while it might have been, might have not had the horror elements of episode six math- masterpiece or the action of episode five, this is the calm before the mid-season storm. Yeah, it's the. it was definitely calm. All was quiet over the Walking Dead night on the uh, the preview for the final episode. They can end strong. They could end strong with the real YT, but they will not. I mean, in a way, they don't have to. I think they. I think we've set it up in a way that will this be in a weird way the most disappointing, non-existent, cared about season finale. I can't think of another show like this. Even shows that had disappointing finales, like How I Met Your Mother, Game of Thrones, uh, Lost, uh, Sopranos, even like all these things that had. Somewhat this is a whole season. The season finale, the season finale so far, is one of the worst season finale. Yeah, like, that's what, well, series finale. Sorry, not season. This season, sorry, this series finale is sucky. It's one of the worst series finales I've ever seen ever on television. Yeah, from start to a final season, and like just to add on to that, is it? I've, can you think and of by any, that I mean like the last? You can, know, can you think of any other show that's ended in this uh, weeds maybe? But like where where by the end no one gave a shit that it ended. And I but I would say the last couple the last ep, couple of episodes of Weeds actually got better again in the final season. But like it's a different show. But I'd say that's close. But this is even more because this was higher than Weeds ever was, no pun intended, and reached lower than Weeds ever reached. People just got to, like, I don't care. But, like, for a show that was so high, the most popular show on television at a point in time, must-see television for everyone. Is there any other example of a show that was this Simpsons, maybe? Even though it's not over yet? Like, where where The Simpsons was on way past its welcome, and now... It's dwindling numbers, and when The Simpsons does have a final year, final season, most of the people that will you, – you used to like The Simpsons back in the day, right? Like uh, yeah. maybe yeah. not as much okay. as me or something, but you, you enjoyed it. Probably it, until like season seven, eight, or nine. If or they like that. announced that they were doing a final – that the this is the final season of The Simpsons. I wouldn't watch it. You wouldn't watch I it. I wouldn't care. No. Right. So or, yeah, It's still on? Yeah. Yes, it is. They still make new ones. Oh really? yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. But with no announce, with no time, with ending no time soon. So, so I guess maybe The Walking Dead is analogous to that. I can't really think of any other shows exactly like that in the sense where by the time we're here at the finale, no one cares. They're trying to build hype around this. They're trying to build the hype train and choo choo. I mean, we're out here every week. We're trying. You know, we're at least we're even at a lightning pole for some people that hate. And no one care. Like no one cares to hate hate back. Uh, you know, we're trying to like this to build around it too, as as many other people are. But I feel like, for in your circles for television show watchers and people that care about stuff, you, you actually work a real job going into the going in where there still could be water cooler talk. Does in where people might talk about TV shows or different things that are on shows or whatever? Do, are you anywhere ever that people are talking about The Walking Dead right now? No. <laughs> Except for saying, "Oh, you guys, that's still on," or "You no, guys are only you, when I mention it." Me to to talk about our show right and people are like oh you guys are still talking about that oh sorry yeah. <laughs> you know like that kind of stuff i'm not saying it doesn't have fans it doesn't have like because someone's gonna say well i still watch it i like it and no i'm you're, you're statistically unimportant to my conversation right now <laughs> but i'm saying like but what i mean by that is i'm talking about the, the ma- millions of people that don't watch it anymore. exactly the millions of people that drive that television needle of of buzzworthy television, the Patriots game instead of instead of it. Instead right, of it. right, or or even or more so that are watching 
Um, the everything new, else. Everything else. The next big buzzy show or what it is, and and that is uh and and it's the the marketplace of all of that is saturated. I assume you're watching the game in the background right now too. Uh, <laughs> so it's on. Weeds is coming back, I believe. Dang, totally forgot about Weeds. It was good for the first three seasons. It was good until they went down to Mexico and tried to take this take the series too yeah. break too Breaking Batty. But then I yeah. feel like when they went back to New York in the final couple of seasons, they got it got funny again. Especially Kevin Nealon like started to kill it. And then the last episode was really last scene of the last episode was really good. If you've never seen that, you can watch just that scene alone, and it's worth it. They all just smoke a joint together, and it's like a it's just a it's a good it's a good final moment for a show. But the Walking Dead doesn't have that luxury because unlike a show like Weeds that just bored their audience but didn't really piss them off and there's like, eh, there's better shows right now. We'll move on to something else. Uh, this is mild, this mildly amusing at best anyway. Uh, great show. I mean, Weeds at its best was a fun, fun show in those agrestic seasons, but no one cared about it in the way that they had must-see must must TV, tune-in time like The Walking Dead was. Like like 40 million fucking people watching The Walking whatever it was, at the tops of their numbers. Like some ridiculous number where it's everybody somewhere where zombies are everywhere, where zombies are the thing. Just like Game of Thrones had it for five minutes. Breaking Bad had it for five minutes. Um, the Sopranos had it for a long time. Lost had it for a minute. Uh, Heroes had it for me. Like this, this like captures the zeitgeist. Uh, WandaVision earlier this year had it. Um, I think for, for it's. A I think it's this. I think you passed seven seasons. You're asking to be fucked if you're not a half hour show. Yeah, it's tough. It's also f billions. I thought weeds. Uh, weeds powdered out bit towards the end it did it definitely did eeyore right this is great to see you are one of our very long time listeners in the live motherfucking chat uh also phil fix it i will fix i'm still uh you can see wharf right over my shoulder right there i'm still settling into the new area and figuring out my set behind me but uh but i will get wharf in a more prominent location in a second our, my good buddy uh what i really like about billions is they got rid of the wife and the kids after the first season that was refreshing um i haven't watched billions but i have heard good things about it actually i realize i'm watching episode eight of the final oh yes um you're the final and that's the thing right as we're talking right now joe everyone watching right now can shut this shit off shut us two talking hippie heads off yep. and, and go watch episode watch online because it's been pirated already if you don't want to pay for the amc plus and go watch the series the mid-season finale and not tune into us next week. You're not missing anything. We're just gonna nothing. <laughs> nothing. You're not missing shit. We you're gonna miss me. I'm gonna tell you right now. You're gonna miss me talking shit about it all throughout the whole time. That's it, Joe. We got a voicemail. I have a feeling I know what this is, but let's listen. It's Jason Voorhees. I just got one thing to say. As uh, us all watching The Walking Dead, I think we all can agree we have Stockholm syndrome, right? Am I right? Am I right? Or am I right, Jason? Out. Absolutely, Jason. And Joe and I talked about this, or we, we I think I ended up doing the podcast myself. Uh, shows never give me it, but uh, but it's it's not because of the show. It's because uh, of me. My Stockholm. It's because of this show. It's because right? of me. Yeah, you have. I you have. I have you Stockholm syndrome because you're my friend, and you're like I can't make him do this <laughs> shit alone. Now they have the day off. I got away. From I this. thought. I thought about like my computer was giving me trouble earlier, Phil, when I texted you, like literally five seconds after I texted yeah. you. The, the Zoom meeting popped up. Yeah, you thought you you thought you were saving like, your okay. life. You save the cheerleader, save the world. We will, I and I will do that. I'll give you guys a, I'll do an apartment tour at some point soon once I have everything set up here. But uh, the, you're basically yeah, give in the, it. Give the robbers the layout. Show yeah, the, the it's ba it's basically here. just this room. Oh shit, my camera. I should see. I, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have done that because now my camera is all fucked up. But uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll give you guys a 
I'll give you guys a tour at some point. Um, and yes, I will be getting a kitty cat at some point soon too. Sometime, or, sometime over the winter, I'll be getting a kitty um, to uh, to add to the uh, add to the add to the family over here. Um, so yeah, you'll see a, you'll see a little mini kitty probably jumping around behind me at some point in a couple months. I will look for a Netflix and watch. Uh, still watch Joe pissed off next week. Yes, yeah, st still tuned in just to watch Joe be pissed off yeah. next week. Okay, so speaking of Joe pissed off, let's get to this recap. Maggie and Negan. Maggie's group stops for a breather in the woods while escaping. Again, in this one, I'm going to be talking about this in groups of characters rather than uh, chronologically what happens. We're going to start here with Maggie and Negan's story. Maggie's group stops for a breather in the woods while escaping. Pope's reapers, who just flushed them out, are their hiding spot. But Negan is not up for a return to Meridian just yet. He thinks that a further escape plan from the reapers is a better plan. He eventually agrees to stick with Maggie, Gabriel, and Elijah. That's the guy's name uh, that you were trying to think of. Elijah. If Maggie will promise him that there's no more bad blood. Promise me you don't try to kill Was me. this bad the blood. stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life? Blood. Right. It was stupid. Dude, yes, like, okay. If you fight with me, I promise I won't take vengeance out on you for murdering my husband and my son's father. What? No. As soon as we're done, I'll kill you in the foray, and uh, that'll be that. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, and she just turns to, uh, and I think at one point Elijah's like, "Do you think you changed in the episode? I don't care. I hope you changed. I hope I don't have to kill him." Like, I, I just why think, do you hope you don't have to kill him or don't get to? Kill yeah. Him what or the get fuck? To keep your promise. Like, why can't you be fucking consistent with this shit, Maggie? What do you want? Like, there's just like, no. I hope I don't have to keep the promise. Yeah, fuck. Uh, the uh, like, the only people that are going to know are you and Daryl, and I don't think Daryl gives two shits. Nothing. He doesn't give... Daryl doesn't give a shit about anything right now. Oh, it's... in front of the priest. Oh, big deal. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I'm so religious. I go to all this priest's fucking services. Yeah, and oh, and this priest is so uh, honor-bound, too. Yeah, this right? priest is so honor-bound. He, he just know... lied to Maggie. Why wouldn't... Why yeah, he, would Maggie? He's lied yeah. to Maggie every time opportunity he gets. Every time he opportunity he has to lock someone inside a church and walk away, he'll he'll take him. I'm not. I'm not I don't he'll forget. Yeah. If okay, if we, if we were gonna have Maggie hold Negan accountable for every horrible thing he did, can we at least hold Gabriel accountable for every horrible thing he did? Right. Like Jesus, he ended up in Oz because of his horrible. But he actions. didn't do it to any of our people, Phil. Oh so yeah, okay, he's it's okay. okay. He didn't do it to Glenn. Oh Glenn, poor Glenn. No one talks about Abraham anymore. Poor, poor. Uh, I mean, uh, not Abraham. What was his name? Uh, no, that it is Abraham, right? Uh, the other guy that needed yeah. killed. Abraham. Yeah. Abraham. But uh, whatever, because just because that guy's like, I want off the show. Kill me too. Uh, <laughs> so Olaf is Oltorf is cracking me up in the live chat tonight. Uh, okay, so one thing's for, so he says to her, I don't want to look over my shoulder anymore. He pleads, Maggie, please make a promise, and uh, we let's just be civil for now. Like, okay, so w with our episode title tonight, Joe, is, is it just to be assumed that Maggie is breaking that promise? She doesn't give a fuck? Broken promise? Is that just foreshadowing the fact that Maggie thinks this promise is stupid? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I... Am I thinking too much into it? Am I giving more thought to this than the writers did? Probably. Oh, knife to the back of the head. Oh, we haven't heard that one in a while. Okay, so one thing's for certain with this group, though, is if they can actually cooperate with each other, they can move Mount, whatever, or at least a whole lot of walkers. Negan shows Maggie and Elijah how to herd the walkers like the Whispers did, complete with the zombie skin masks and walker in the walker truffle shuffle. Maggie, Elijah, and Negan eventually pass their training and are herding walkers in no time, but where are they going? So uh, did you enjoy any of this? And I know the answer is no, but... 
Did you enjoy Negan in the position? I feel like this was one, if we're thinking about highlights of the episode, the highlight of the episodes were Negan's gym teacher-like moments. Negan Rogers was no good. <laughs> I kind of liked Negan in the instructing role. I didn't I didn't hate him in that role. And again, in a better episode, this might have been better moments. Because You're doing great, Maggie. Come on, Mag. No, he's like he's like you got a bad attitude. You're not going to be able to do anything. It was just it's to- okay. The mask just slipped. We'll make it better. This is this isn't your mask, Maggie. We got to do this stuff. <laughs> I don't know, Maggie. Listen, Maggie. We got my cocky locky out your balls, and I'm gonna. Sl- I can't do. It. We we need the Walking David here, right? Both of us are trying to do Negan impressions <laughs> very very poorly here, David. Fucking save us. So uh, one thing is for certain with this group, they can't move. I don't know what the fuck they mean by that. So Negan shows them all uh, where they'll be going to clear out Meridian and where did Gabriel run off to? He decided to go to get a closer recon on the Reapers. He discovers that they have their own man of God. So are we going to get all the supplies are still at the supply drop house. <laughs> so are we going to get a priest on priest? Is is we we're getting a foreshadowing of Gabriel killing a, another priest or finding his faith again through this other guy? Whatever. Either no, way. the other guy knew he was in the bush. Oh, did he? I, mi- I see. I mi- I, this was the point where I the started other guy, to close The off. other guy, I think, knew he was there and came over and basically said a prayer so that Father Gabriel could hear him saying ah, the prayer. Ah, okay. And if you remember, the other guy I also <laughs> said prayers to him. So he, he knows that this is kind of like a religious group. So will he use that, that? He's fucking a priest. So when this guy, he also like looked at the bush and he was like, thank you, Father. So, because I feel like that scene was very Vikings-like for some reason. Like, I was having no, trouble. I think he, he was kind of like doing like a confession prayer without doing confession. He was basically praying in front of the priest. So, he realized there was a, a priest there. Could this be a foreshadow of Gabriel leading them one day? Because once, once Von Kaiser's dead, they'll need another religious leader that's uh, more militant to take fuck. over. Dude. Are you fucking... God. Maybe I, they kill Von Miller and they see him as the demon devil he is because they tell him to kill the priest. Exactly. Some shit like that might happen. We're, we're, we're through the looking, looking glass here, people. And we, get, and we get some new soldiers for our group under uh, Blondie's charge because she's already setting up to be the good guy and the good guy, bad guy priest's life is in, in yeah, jeopardy. Yeah, but she's she's dead girl walking. Oh yeah, dude, I'm calling that out right now. She's dead girl walking. Like once she it'll be it'll be it'll be uh Bible verse verse Bible verse <laughs> back and forth before before uh Popey decides to give the order to kill Priesty. The path of the priest, righteous man. Well, right? And 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 the and the soldiers are gonna be like, wait a second, but he's a priest. Joe, episode and they're gonna finally turn on Pope and join up with Daryl and all of his buddies. Yep, and it's and that episode's gonna be called Path of the Righteous Man and some some shit like that. We're gonna get we're gonna get Bible verse battles, we're gonna get like a Bible verse rap battle. It's gonna be fucking ridiculous. And then at the end of it all, Blondie uh Thea whatever her name is, I got it written down somewhere later on. Uh her and Daryl are gonna like agree <laughs> bless you. Are going to uh combine and agree to go off together in love and she's going to agree to be a good guy. And then Pope in his last ditch effort is going to kill her. Like she's going to die. She's not making it past this group of people. Daryl doesn't get a happy ending with her or happy situation with her. She's got to die because she's not, she's questioning Pope. If the walking dead has taught us anything, Phil. 
there are no happy endings, and we'll be lucky if there is any ending at all. I, I, you, were, you were about to quote a much better show, Joe. So uh, <laughs> you, you, you came frighteningly close to quoting a much better show. Oh, uh, well, I can see Odo. I cried when Athelwolf died. Oh, uh, Athelwolf, applesauce. Oh, I miss my applesauce already. Uh, will, so will, there, will this be used to clear out for Meridian? And where did Gabriel run off to? Will it be a man of God? Well, this is next week. In the trailer for next week's episode, last week's, we saw an exchange between Maggie and Negan that proved to be even more interesting than we were led to believe. The trailer showed Maggie asking Negan if he regretted anything, and he simply said, yeah. But it's what he said after that's important in the real episode. If I could do it all again, I'd kill every single one of you. Meaning, like, if he had an opportunity again, like, when he had them all... Why would you say that to me? Because it's the... Because it's... <sighs> Joe, because it's the truth. Because if we're going to do this podcast, Joe, I need you to always know the truth. And never understand that that we might not like each other, but to trust each other, we need to know the truth. Do you understand, Phil, Joe? Phil, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> Joe, uh, 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 Oh, I, I did order the code red, Joe. I did order the code red. <laughs> so. What is Amazon backed up? Uh, something like that. So uh, his na her name was Leah. Okay, her name was Leah. My name was Robert Paulson. was Leah Paulson. My name was Leah Paulson. I love how I love how our minds basically work the same sometimes, Joe. <laughs> so, uh, so okay, so. I did enjoy that moment, though, just from, again, this is the fucked up shit that I like that I think, because I look at it almost like theater of absurd shit, because they're so crying in the writer's room to try to come up with something interesting and something edgy Ederson, you know, some way of, of do, so people like Joe aren't saying you're doing the same thing over and over again, and like what I was talking about earlier people like me <laughs> joe people <laughs> joe people like me people like joe that what does that mean people that uh, are watching <laughs> people that are actually watching the show and holding them accountable for their bullshit i didn't mean that as as disparaging i mean people that can actually pick up on their stupidity so uh I would have unsubscribed from you for a long time ago. Her name is Leah. And it's on the second. It's and she lives on the second floor. I don't even know what the fuck I was starting. So she doesn't live in the walls. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, they, they were trying to get edgy. Everyone lives in the walls. The people inside oh. the walls. Uh, so they're trying to be all edgy Ederson, and they're trying to give us like the 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 craziest way Maggie and her Maggie and Negan can have a conversation. So they're giving us like crazy dialogue. Like he's going to admit to her after she just made a truth with him that he wishes he killed them all. Uh, it's the truth. It's pro it probably was the best thing, but he, and I guess that's one of those moments that I enjoyed, like I said, from a theater of the absurd standpoint, because I feel like Jeffrey D. Morgan owned that scene in the way he was delivering the performance, very cold and callous in the way he was saying it, not wise assy cocky locky negan just like yeah i wish i did it i wish i killed all you that's how i feel yeah those people had families too i mean it was an interesting concept to bring into the walking dead that you don't always say even though it's obvious and we've talked about it before but it's never actually said on the show yes from our character's perspective the saviors were all fucking evil and like wisecracking uh alpha assholes blah 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 led by negan but they had families and girlfriends too. Aaron's kid is a child from there. Uh, like actually exactly. bringing that shit up and being like, Maggie, get your head out of your ass. They were people too. 
we might have been bad people from a point of view. It's like the Obi-Wan Kenobi thing said to Luke Skywalker. It is the truth from a certain point of view. And this is the and we never get that point of view in The Walking Dead. We're so character good guy centric that they don't often do this. So this was a moment where I would argue they did something slightly different in the way they presented a conversation. No, in- they didn't because they had this conversation a hundred times between Rick and fucking Negan and Coral and Regan and Coral. Negan. And fucking, and it's happened it happened between the governor and fucking Merle and fucking everybody. Are you kidding me? No, this conversation has happened a dozen fucking times. The fucking claimed game even made this fucking conversation before Rick bit his fucking face off. You're not alone, Joe, says Emerald. Leah can't be so in charge. She can't put someone out of their misery since it was a mother. Do we believe that Leah has a personal reason for this? She was crying. Uh, could Leah have a kid somewhere that she lost or something like that? That is definitely yeah, a possibility. Um, I, I don't think they fleshed out Leah enough for me to completely understand or like focus on what she's going through so much. They seem to, at least in those scenes, focus way more on Daryl's perspective of it, which leads me to believe that Leah is, some, is more than just temporary of a character. I think she is not going to, I said it a couple of times now, not last past this stretch of episodes. Igor says, Maggie flies in a big fucking big dragon and burns them all in the series finale for no reason. I think, I think Igor is onto something. Here. That would be nice. That would be very nice. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate this. Excuse me for this little audio interlude. Audio interlude, Miles Edward O'Brien. Sorry, Phil. This, this audio interview was brought to you by 420 Entertainment. 420 Entertainment for all your audio interludes. So everyone, thank you so much for that, for waiting for a audio second. Audio interlude? Interlude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess. I, I was, I was, I was going to say technical difficulty, but. Uh, <laughs> Some ludes, man. Ludes. Ludes, ludes. I do feel, uh, and I know not you, Joe, but, but me being a little bit more of a hippie than you, I, uh. I feel like I I wish I you know I've never tried I I missed out we missed out on a or I missed out on a generation there you know I think I would have been, I would have unfortunately been a total seventies lewd guy I think I would I would, I would have uh, I would have been like Leon, dead. possibly possibly I would have, I would have been like Leonardo DiCaprio in uh, Wolf of Wall Street you and Nick both dead <laughs> both dead dead from lewds possibly dead from lewds <laughs> dead from lewds <laughs> hey hey Carlos how about some lewds lewds. Dudes, they'll make you feel good. Feel good. Feel good. No man. No man. One person will understand what that's from. Okay, so uh so Negan too soon, whatever. Off to Daryl and Leah, which is far quicker here. Back to the Reaper camp. Pope is absolutely furious that they were so close to capturing Maggie's group and his men let them slip away. Leah takes the blame to save her comrades, so Pope orders her to go out and find them. Daryl tags along, and the two of them are in for whatever Daryl might see as an opportunity to reconnect with his former lover. They come upon a man hiding in the woods who swears he's just traveling with his wife and son and they want to survive. Don't kill us. (laughs) But Joe's going to act out those moments. But his wife is hurt. Leah phones in and finds out that Pope gives the order to kill them all over the radio but leah decides to go the and let the guy's family go going but turns out he wasn't lying and his severely injured wife is hiding out with her son in a nearby house daryl and leah tell the man to take his son and run far away and the woman pleads for them to kill him i love how they just i don't know it's a weird situation that they just uh they leave 
they they leave these people to kill the kill the wife. I, again, I have to rewatch it, and I'm never going to rewatch it. But was well, every yeah. was everything like, get cool out of here? Because we've been ordered to kill you all, and we don't want to. But your wife is going to die anyway. So right leave now, so you don't have to see it. So so I guess he must have known that she wanted to die anyway, and that and that he couldn't do it because it was his wife. And and uh, and these people were a savior, pun intended, to to help solve the problem. So Leah missed the field goal. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. With 55 seconds still on the clock for Tampa Bay's ball now. Damn. We, lose. we got we got Joe uh for anyone watching Sunday night football, we got Joe's uh no, sports, bullshit. Sports minutes going on right here with bullshit. Uh, the return of uh team uh Tom Brady to uh to Foxborough. It's it's in Foxborough tonight, isn't it? It's a home game. Yeah. Oh, and he's fist pumping. Oh, this fist bitch boy. <laughs> this fist pumping. We got Joe. We got Joe. People want to see a Joe rant. You might see it about football in twenty minutes from now. Is it fourth quarter? No. Is it fourth yeah, quarter? There's fifty nine seconds left. Oh. They just blew the field goal to go ahead by by a two point by a point. Let's see onside kick time or try to hold him off. Okay, so uh, turns out yeah. he wasn't lying. For Leah suggested no, they they blew the field goal attempt. It's their not, ball. I, so no, oh shit yeah so uh, no onside kick. Okay, so they got to game is pretty much over. How many timeouts left? He's gonna kneel, kneel, oh. and kneel. It's over. There's no, yeah, one timeout, big deal. Okay, so for uh, she suggests that Pope and Daryl kill the man to get Daryl in better standings with Pope, but Daryl is starting to see that Leah is not 100% on Pope's side. Daryl knows there's a chance to save her for this whole crazy Reaper group. But I mentioned this before. I, I This is so trivial and stupid, but again, on a show that's showing trivial and stupid things, it bothers me. Um, Leah's going to shoot the wife with the gun. She can't do it. Daryl steps up and shoots her. As far as I know, does he, where's he shoot her with the arrow that instant, in instant, so that does a sh arrow to the eye insta kill automatically? Isn't there, I, wouldn't that not necessarily kill someone or not necessarily, but it like, oh. it, it like insta killed, like he shot She's her. She's already been bleeding out for a long time. Okay. She got trauma. Okay. Okay. But, 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 but to me, I'm like, I'm uh, like so what you this, this film. Yeah. That bothered me this, a little bit. Cause this, it was like, a, this what you're nitpicking. Yes. He silence killed. It's a crossbow bolt to the, to the lady's head. It's going through her skull. Okay. Fine. Fine. Thank you, Joe. Right to the forehead. Knife to the back of the forehead. Um, off topic. I noticed a lot of streamers when lighting or mixing their green uh, stuff, they changed the screen. Does YouTube make a rule with no one can show anything? No, I don't think so. Um, depending on the stream, I will do it, but it's 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 more of a a um a habit rather than uh, a funny habit of like the I always liked it on that '70s show when they never actually showed it and you showed it in front of the camera rather than watching it. So now I just do it more for like you know you turn off the camera, the camera comes back on, and there's a cloud of smoke. I kind of like that vibe. There's no reason why I can't anymore. So I'm in a legal state and I'm in a legal situation. I don't think there's there's that specific kind of thing, but uh, but I just do that for funny hippie activities or technical difficulties purposes because of uh, tradition more than anything. Because I enjoy putting shit like this up on the thing, going "I'm gone," <laughs> coming back with a cloud of smoke or something. So, uh, so that's my reasons behind it. Uh, welcome to the Dirty Locks Sports Talk Radio, 4.20 a.m., coming to you live from Boston. Joe Dirty Locks, what would you think of the Patriots football game tonight? It sucked. <laughs> it sucked. Jo Joe Dirty Locks. Oh, no, no, no. Honestly, it was a good game. Yeah, uh, a good game. scrappy. They had a chance. They could have they won it, but the uh, field goal 
Not everyone can be the Las Vegas Raiders this year. So not everyone get this might be the this might be my Raiders year. I'm from, I'm from Boston and I'm you a do one. They they are they are every Brady stole one with the uh, the tuck game. I don't game know if they team. are, but you are, I guess. I guess I am. Uh, so uh, I, I've been I've been loyal since the '90s with the Raiders. I'm due for one. So back to the uh, back to the freaking Commonwealth with Princess Ezekiel and Eugene. Did we skip something? Did I miss something in the last episode where they're automatically uh, like working working the uh, chain line? No, that that would, dude. Yes, they're skipping. They're not telling us. Like you don't need to see it. It's obvious. Okay, they got punished. Yeah, but I would have liked to see the court system. Okay, they got out of the cage and they're wearing the suit. They're okay. Okay. So uh, here we come. Uh, we see Ezekiel's health. And that's just it. Nobody cares about this group or what's going on there. <laughs> like so, they're yada yadaing shit in, in that area because they don't really have anything for it. The more the uh, the believe it or not, more compelling storyline is the other repeated storyline. <laughs> <laughs> So we see Ezekiel's health issues come back, and uh, he's not doing well. He's coughing up stuff, and and uh, and you know, good thing he gets antibiotics for his uh, for his thyroid situation. But whatever. Uh, Yumiko seems to be doing well for herself as we see her dressing in a full like business suit, and she has uh, she's still, but she's still talking all about saving her friends. She's not sort of getting into it. Uh, Yumiko's not letting the job get to her head in the Commonwealth as the legal distance. She's uh, she she meets up with her brother who she talks to. She's like, "Why don't you want to be a doctor?" And she really kind of well, wouldn't it have been nicer if he had told her this sh- devious shit about this town? Like yeah. when they first ran into each other, like yeah, hello. it's like it's like things that would have been beneficial yesterday. Like, in- like I know you're my sister and I love you and all, but like I'm not going to tell you that this place like enslaves us, but it's a good system. Don't worry about it. I like not being a high, but, high but, a but, surgeon. But, but, Joe, don't tell anyone I'm a doctor. Shh. Right. Don't do it. What? Yeah, this, this obviously sounds like a good place then. Uh, Jay says, Tom has beaten ev- has now beaten every NFL team. That's an awesome stat. That is a pretty cool stat, Jay. So uh, it was lo- – this was the last one. This was the last one he needed to beat. Yeah. It, it wasn't long – I guess that makes sense. Uh, he's probably beat them at practice before. So it wasn't long after that that we see Ezekiel return to – okay, so uh, Yumi talks down talks down Lance. Yumi's brother snabbed by the guards who rip him away in the middle of their dinner. Like, I assume to prove a point to Yumiko because there's – again, to go to my previous point, there's some sort of inner Commonwealth war war going on between the uh, the Joffrey's – Political m- factions. Yeah, Joffrey's mother – because uh, we didn't see her, the the woman that uh, Yumiko was supposed to meet, and the meeting got canceled. Who ended up being the mother of the douche that Eugene punched, uh, and that other dude. And again, we missed some scenes, so I don't. The other guy that came and talked to uh, Hannibal Eugene was like, "Hannibal Eugene, you weren't supposed to uh, hit them. You were supposed to help them, so I could use this as political force to take over for." But then you hit. You hit the again to go back to our demolition you man. Punch Joffrey in the face. Yeah, you got, all right, now I'm gonna oh, have to so kill you. So this is a legitimate monarchy, unlike unlike uh, Emperor Ezekiel's fucking did, fake monarchy. Did you? Speaking of Emperor Ezekiel, King of Ezekiel's, he started king talking again tonight a couple of times. I want to say he threw did out he? a. Oh, fucking stupid! But I, I, he, I received antibiotics <laughs> from my good people uh, <laughs> north in the tower. Antibiotics. They also provided me with lozenge for cooling of my throatus. 
<laughs> you want a you want a lollipopist? I'll give you a lollipopist. So Ezekiel comes back, returns to his friends. Oh, and, I've already had many pops <laughs> in my throat tonight. He it passes is. through, and he got antibiotics for his thyroid cancer. That's good that that worked. And he's very happy to report he's re received medical attention. And uh, they just brought me out back, made me suck on a few things. Yeah, it was fine. It was okay. My throat's feeling much better. Yeah, I'm all better. But it's, I just wiped it off. I wiped. Uh, I just uh, they they handled my they handled my reoccurrence of my uh, my yeah. thyroid condition in a in like five minutes. It, it came together. But I don't know. In fairness, we don't know how bad of health he's really in. If it is a resurgence of his sickness or something, maybe he's just has some sort of infection post the surgery or, or something. Whatever, whatever shit's going on. I hope uh, King Ezekiel for the best. So probably just a goiter, and it's not cancer. <laughs> Probably it could be. It's not a tumor, Joe. It's just a goiter. It's not a tumor. We're we're, we're very we're very uh, Boston tonight, Joe. Very fucking Boston. Could this not be? A tumor. Could this? It is a tumor, Joe. It could be a tumor. So could this be the reason she was taken to provide medical treatment to Ezekiel? Does this mean Lance and his cronies know about uh, Tommy's secret medical expertise? I don't know. This brings us to Eugene and Stephanie. Now, I don't know. I. I want to be a fan of Eugene. Ah, <laughs> it is a tumor, Joe. This whole show is a tumor. I want to be a fan of Eugene. I really do. Uh, but I, I don't know. Like, I feel like the actor and the character of Eugene is a less is more kind of situation. The more I see of him and the more he's in more scenes and he's, and they, they expect him to carry a moment. The more, <laughs> the more I just sort of lose track of the situation. And the Eugene and Stephanie stuff is just meh. Uh, now, hey, Phil, hey, Phil. Yes. It's not a tumor. It is a tumor, Joe. It is a tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. It's a tumor. Tom Brady, the Kinslayer. Okay, so we let his badass side show through. Eugene is out there showing people how to kill things. Him and Stephanie witness. Right a now, come on. They witness a couple kissing. Eugene, Eugene the badass suddenly. Right? Like, am I wrong? Like, in like one of the last two, maybe three episodes, don't we still see him running from like, oh, zombies? Yeah, no, it's situational. And that's where they don't even know their own characters because they turn their characters into what we need them in the moments instead of actually being characters. And that's what yep. shows that suck but still keep me going throughout entertained within them is shows that are able to develop characters that stay consistent. That's why like, Eugene, Eugene's also what they, what they gave us tonight. Sorry. To no, go no, to go, point go even more, Phil. Go. They gave us Eugene who breaks his smart guy character, obviously knowing what kind of place he's fucking in. And he commits a violent act against somebody who gets a guarded armed escort places right and 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 then suddenly not only is he the warrior guy but he's the big tough tough that's gonna you know stand up yeah and, and make somebody be gentlemanly bullshit punch them bullshit in this place where he's being punished and almost exiled and like you know uh, none of it makes any sense for his character no matter how much he wants to be the oh i'm just showing off in front of my girlfriend right and no matter no, like the and the more I think about it, whoever said it last week in the chat, the one that had the rocky road walking away with the rocky road, that was the one from the radio. Yeah, the I don't. I don't think. I think this is. I think this is a fake Stephanie too. I, yeah, I, there's a, another radio in town that they were even listening in on, and they found these people and welcomed them in, and they're hoping that that's that they'll make contact somehow. 
Yep, Eugene's ponytail, so by the way. It's just, it's just, uh, it's just bad. Eleven years and you don't know how to kill a zombie. He and Stephanie witness a couple kissing under the pavilion, completely oblivious to approaching walkers behind them. Eugene runs over to save the day, killing every last one of the baddies. But the young man who he saved doesn't seem grateful at all. The little Joffrey douchebag has some choice words like "you fucking idiot," "how dare you save my life?" That's for security to do. Like, first of all, I don't care how douchey you are. Like, his douchiness didn't make sense. So he expected them to just sit there and let the walkers kill them. And then when uh-huh. the other one's about to kill the girlfriend uh, and the other girl kills the walker and it splashes some guts on the girl, he was supposed to, they were just supposed to let, I know Eugene hit him and kind of defeat the purpose. But if Eugene didn't hit him in that situation, could they have spoke the higher ground there and be like, like, uh, we just killed the walkers. We didn't do anything. Or was this just a setup from the beginning to put Eugene in this situation with like douchey kid and did the douchey no, it was set up so that they could save douchey kid and use it as a political you know propaganda look our new friends saved the the governor's son but eugene they called that woman the governor but eugene so we got did, another oh, did governor I? situation yes Phil. so yes. i i missed that so did eugene just break out of character so much just so he could break out of character in the scene and act like a tough guy and punch somebody so, okay, so, yeah, he punches the dude, and Lance and Mercer run up, suspiciously quickly letting Eugene know that the kid just punched his governor, Pamela Milton's son. So Eugene finds himself right back in a jail cell, looking like Hannibal Lecter. They have him, like, tied yep, down. None of the guards were around that was supposed to be around. No, and no. And the no. other guy came out with them. Yeah. It, it Political was, rival. It was very, very set up-y. Lance uses this convenient opportunity to press Eugene one more time for info on the rest of the people back at Alexandria, but Eugene refuses. Well, he refuses until he doesn't. We see some classic Eugene work here as he seriously considers ratting on his friend's location. But does he have a plan? Is this real? Is he really telling the truth? All this in next week, Joe. Did Eugene give up their location? Do you think Eugene ratted in this situation, Joe? course he did they put him right back into character as soon as they as soon as they threw him back in jail and gave him one threat suddenly he's a a a scared little boy again yeah and and that's what again i've I've talked about this a couple times and i talk about it a lot on shows that suck whether it be sitcoms or shows that i've watched longer than joe does because this is a me thing not a joe thing i think that i'll watch a show far past its expiration date if the characters still grow and the characters are still fleshed out versions of themselves the walking dead has gone past that point too you know for a while the storylines still sucked but the characters were still at least fleshed out characters we're to a point right now where the characters are all hollow replacements of each other it doesn't matter which characters in which story because Basically, each character's traits and shit all blend right now, and they're broken when they need to be yep. broken for the basis of what silly story Angela Kang wants to tell in that particular moment. It doesn't matter like who these characters are anymore. Yep, she draws it out of the hat. Who hasn't been on? Who hasn't had some on-screen time? Who hasn't had some on-screen time? Exactly. And and who we and how we can set it up, and then we'll bring it back to normal, and we'll bring it back to this. It's a shame. It sucks, and it's and it sucks, and it stinks, and it stinks, and it sucks. Tony, motherfucking pajamas. 
Sorry. It is great to catch another stream. I can't wait until the show comes to an end. Is at least coming to somewhat of an end next week. So next week will be the last week Joe and I talk about The Walking Dead, I think for the year maybe. I'm not sure when it's coming back again. I, I assume in like January. February. Yeah, January, February. So I think tomorrow is, or next week, right now it's out. Joe and I could actually do this tomorrow night and just be the done. They'll school to get back in and they'll bring it back. For yeah, I think it's January, February. The final, uh, the next eight episodes will be on. Uh, and then it'll be April again, probably for the the next one. And then they'll do the final eight episodes, probably in October next year or something like that. Like they'll have the final episodes be in like, I'm guessing a fall of 2020, 2022. <coughs> um, so, so yeah, um, it is going to be. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a final run, but next week will be the last one of these that we talk about for a while. Then we'll be out the following week talking about some other subject that to be determined, either a movie series or uh, whatever shows we're watching particularly or see what pops up at that point in time. We'll figure that out next week and between the next week, but we will be on even after The Walking Dead is over uh, the following Sunday for probably a much more laid back. You're going to see two men that have that like weight is off them when we do uh, <laughs> two weeks from Sunday's stream. Like, oh, we don't have to. Oh, good. We don't have to talk about this. So so what is coming up in episode eight titled For Blood? Episode eight is called Blood. It will be the um, mid year finale. So it should be mm. epic. Um, we didn't get a trailer yet, but the uh, the the the. What it says is the Reapers defend Meridian from an incoming herd. So that's what we said. Pope suspects Maggie is behind the attack while Daryl treads carefully. Alexandrians scramble to protect themselves when a violent storm leaves them vulnerable to walkers. So it looks like we're going to have a several pronged attack where there's some big storm at Alexandria where uh, lightning strikes down the oh, wall. Jesus. Yeah, if I saw that on the preview, that looked stupid. And uh, dozens of walkers. Because how many times did I say it? Why haven't they cleared all the fucking trees and used all that wood? That's anything that can fall on the fucking walls. Everything that can fall on a wall should have been cleared. Anything that somebody could climb that's near a wall and jump over, or walk down a limb, or swing from the tree, like, clear that shit. Clear it so you can see anything coming for a half a fucking mile fucking... in every direction. You had five fucking years, you fucking idiots. <laughs> it's a few fucking trees. You can build things with that wood. You can burn that wood in the winter. Like, what do you? What the fuck is wrong with you people? Dumb. That's what's wrong with them, Joe. And we have. Uh, I do have a recap written for episode six, but we're not going to go through all episode six. Is there anything about the, the previous episode that you wanted to say? Did you? Did you in general like? episode six better than tonight is do you agree that it's the best episode of the season that people are saying i'm not sure i agree but uh what the the horror house yes was that your favorite episode of the season only because it was the least walking dead episode mm. like it really was like what was walking dead about it okay so we had a group looking for looking for her okay that was you know another repeated storyline that they've had a million times okay but they actually find her so that's good that I think it's been repeated too many times, but uh, ultimately, like the whole House of Horror thing, like it was kind of stupid. Also, uh, Real YT says, "What about you? the show you and Joe have promised us? Uh, what show is that? Let 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 me know, Real, Real YT. If Joe and I made a promise, we might have forgotten it." But uh, but what but what show are you talking about? Uh, but we do we have a bunch of other shows we will be talking about coming up in this new new year. Uh, 
the new Lord of the Rings series. We'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about The Last of Us. We'll be talking about the new Game of Thrones uh, sequel prequel series. We'll be talking about the last season of Ozark, uh, or I will be talking about the last season of Ozark. A couple of other shows that are popping up. Uh, Cobra Kai comes back in the end of December, beginning of January. I think another New Year's Eve kind of thing. So uh, Joe and I will be talking about Cobra Kai. Uh, but uh, let me know, real YT, what promise. Jesse says a tornado would be nice. If we're going to see some natu- some uh, big natural disaster of some kind at at uh, Alexandria. None of, it, none of it. Like, none of it would be nice. Like, honestly. Anything like... but a fire, because we've seen fire so much. I, I would like to see anything on screen besides a fire. Right. Uh, I don't need to see any of it. Old, Old Torf says, have we ever even seen a winter in The Walking Dead? I mean, it does yeah, get cold in Atlanta. Yeah, they in the winter last year. Remember, they had to make it through the snow? Yeah, it's, br- it's brief and it's light, though. And uh, Judith and Negan had to go find Dog. Oh, yeah. Some shit. I remember that. So, I, I don't know. Leading into the next week's season finale, mid-season finale, I'm not tremendously pumped, but... I guess they could pull off an exciting episode. At least I have a feeling it might be a little bit more exciting than this one. And Joe and I will be here next week to talk about it. Uh, girl on Girl Walker stuff. About the about the shows you both liked. Oh, okay. Shows that we liked with bad endings. I remember we were going to talk about that. Like uh, the, about uh, some of the worst endings in series. Some, of the, some shows that were really good that had bad endings. So yeah, basically what we'll do is the next Sunday show we... After the final of The Walking Dead the following week, we'll come out here with a general no-topic show, and we'll do sort of like an open question thing and head us in a lot of weird directions. We'll just do an issues program kind of night and uh, take your questions and comments, and and we'll answer questions like that and go in a lot of what if, what ifs and whatever kind of what situations. What which, which, speaking of what ifs, if you want to uh, check out some Game of Thrones stuff that I'm t- about, uh, right now I'm talking on Teflon TV on Wednesday nights at about 6.30 p.m. And we're doing different what if Game of Thrones scenarios. The most recent one we just did was what if Renly was king? You know, what if uh, Stannis had died and no shadow babies were birthed and, uh, and Renly became king? How would that have affected stuff? We also did what if the Red Wedding never happened? Uh, the next one we're doing, which uh, we already announced, will be what if Robert didn't die, um, how the story is affected there. So they're, they're fun what-if situations. Um, and for Game of Thrones stuff on here, as soon as we get a trailer for the new House of the Dragon series, Joe and I will start picking it apart and talking about that series. And yes, we will be on after episodes air on Sundays to talk about the that season uh, episode by episode and all of that fun stuff like that. So um, we're going to end the Walking Dead discussion right now, and then I'm going to keep Joe on here for a few more minutes asking him a couple questions about a couple of other topics that we're going to go for. Um, I have I've one question specifically for Joe for something I read earlier and then something I want to talk about myself here because I don't want to do a full review. I want to just talk about some But I am going to pretend to finish this for anyone that wants to do this and so I can maybe cut the edit later. So uh, I'm not really ending right now, everyone. I'm We're, we're going to keep going. So, but But here we go. Everyone, thank you so much for watching tonight, this Walking Dead broadcast. We'll be back next week to talk about the mid-season finale of The Walking Dead. Make sure you subscribe, follow us, uh, listen to the podcast, share it with your friends, and all that sort of stuff. We love you guys. Talk to you next time. Bye.